Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Tom Cheney and this is Living Health Live. My co-host for the show and in our practice is my wife, Dr. Stephanie Cheney. Thanks for joining us. This is your show, so take advantage of this time to begin your journey to good health. Dr. Steph and I will provide you with information and instructions on how to live a better, healthier life free of chronic diseases like diabetes, neuropathy, autoimmunity, pain and arthritis, and so much more. This is your place to get valuable information about your health challenges, so feel free to check out our website at mylivinghealth.com. You can also sign up for our newsletter there, or you can call our office for an appointment, 410-216-9180. All right, so let's get started. Today, we're gonna be talking about eliminating joint pain through regenerative cellular therapy. You know, we're here to go through some of the latest updates in regenerative medicine. It's been in the news recently. Um, So we're gonna talk about using stem cells and and regenerative medicine to not only eliminate joint pain, but more importantly, to help the body repair and regenerate itself. So we're gonna talk about, you know, why we brought this therapy into our office. We're gonna talk about why there's some controversy and why it's in the news recently. We're gonna go through some of the, the types of approaches that we take in the office and then we'll go through some of the results that we see so uh so dr steph why don't we talk and start off by just um introducing and and telling the audience why we brought this into our practice well we've been in practice now for 16 years this is this month september 2017 is our 16-year anniversary month from when we opened and um, initially we started off uh, doing chiropractic and physical therapy Um, and we were seeing a lot of patients that were coming in on more and more medication uh, that would get somewhat frustrated sometimes if their arthritis um, in their back or hips or knees was so advanced with degeneration that we would need to refer them out for surgical consults. Um, Sometimes we would refer people out and they would end up getting put on some pretty heavy-duty narcotics, and we recently did a show um, about this epidemic, we have a heroin epidemic in this country right now, and according to the current stats, four out of five, every five heroin addicts in the United States have come from an opiate doctor prescription history. So they started off on something like Oxycontin, Vicodin, whatnot, and then ended up running out the prescription and getting into the into the heroin issue and so we were just finding we were getting frustrated because um, if physical therapy and chiropractic wasn't helping you know that's not going to reverse degeneration if someone's got arthritis or they've worn down cartilage in their knee we can strengthen and stretch and pull and poke and prod but we're not going to really do anything to regenerate that or reverse it the best hope for us was to try to stabilize it, eliminate pain, um, and maybe prevent it from progressing as quickly. Um, but there's a long period of time that patients have um, to where they might be a, a surgical candidate. Uh, you know, let's take the knee for example. Um, you know, we don't like uh, getting a knee replacement too early in life. They only last so long. Um, you know, 10 to 20 years, depending on who you talk to. And um, you really only have an opportunity to have two replacements in your lifetime. After that, amputation is basically the next step for most people. So if you got a knee replacement at 30 or 40, you know, you might need another one at 55, 60, and that's your last shot. And so 
you know, if you're like us and you want to live a long, healthy life to over a hundred, <laughs> you're, you're going to end up with an amputation probably. So, so their doctors, you know, want to use surgery as a last result. Um, but the only other option for, for most people between, you know, rehab and, and knee pain and surgery is drugs or cortisone injections. And the problem with cortisone injections that people don't realize, I call cortisone injections like joint crack. It can do wonders to eliminate the pain short term, but unfortunately what the research shows and what we find clinically is that it leads to the degradation of that joint a lot quicker. It literally just eats up cartilage and tendons and bone. And so people will get that done with the idea that, well, this end may end up being a, a joint replacement later. So we're not too concerned about it accelerating. Um, we just want to give a patient some pain relief in the interim because we're trying to push that replacement off for a while. But unfortunately, it speeds up the process. And of course, that doesn't do anything to regenerate anything. So many years ago, we started really looking for other solutions. We're always trying to look for the most natural medical solutions out there. Um, and we discovered this idea of regenerative medicine through using your own body, our own body tissues, basically. And so the motivation to bring this in is because this, this really has the potential to be the first thing we do to maybe even prevent the need for drugs and surgery in the first place. Um, and give the person the best chance at potentially regenerating. It's the only th a type of treatment that we know medically that actually can induce regeneration um, and repair of tissues. Right. And I think going back to what you were saying, like you said, we, we, uh, we were helping a lot of people and we still are helping a lot of people through chiropractic and physical therapy and helping them um, function better, get out of pain. Um, but there were those, that percentage of people that you know, they needed something more. There were, um, you know, the possible surgical candidates or maybe not with this new therapy. So we were looking for something something to bring in that would kind of fill in that gap. Right. Anyone out there that's listening that is dealing with knee pain might have had, you know, x-rays or MRIs done um, at a doctor's office, may have been told they were stage three or four osteoarthritis or that they have no more joint space or that they are bone on bone. Those, you know, when people were coming to see us before we were doing this, um, there's not a lot we can we can do. I mean, drugs, over-the-counter pain medication, cortisone injections, chiropractic, physical therapy, acupuncture, those are just sort of stop gaps and they can alleviate pain and, you know, keep mobility um, and, and hopefully slow the process. But, um, you know, if a person is still in excruciating pain and they're dealing with this this bone-on-bone -bone situation, I mean, that's the candidate for the knee replacement. And so we were looking for things to do earlier, mm -hmm. you know, instead of waiting till it got so bad, you know, if we can step in and get some regeneration earlier, then we can avoid the bone on bone altogether. But what we have been pleasantly surprised by clinically, and it, and it demonstrated in, in research studies now, is that this type of regenerative medicine, when we're injecting joints that are stage three osteoarthritis or quote unquote bone on bone, we're actually able to get significant change and results. And so some of these guys that were literally their next step was a, a replacement, they're now able to, to not have to undergo that. Um, and that's, that's important also as we get older because 
you know, if you're in your 70s, 80s, approaching your 90s, it becomes very risky to have a replacement surgery. You're you're more likely to get pneumonia and more likely to get, um, you know, basically a hospital type infection when you're up and all your immune system isn't quite as strong. And so people are very susceptible to strokes and, and death more so um, in their later years. And we do have patients that are in their 70s and 80s, even 90s coming to, to get help because they've got this, this pain, but they're afraid of going under their knife. They're afraid of having surgery um, because they're a high risk category. Right. Now, this is an emerging field and it's it's a very promising field, but with these new types of therapies, because this isn't typically offered in the conventional medical office. This is usually something people have to seek out. So, you know, if you go if you're going into your conventional orthopedist, this is probably not going to be on their menu of services. Um, now with that, like I said, with these new emerging fields, uh, there's different, you know, we're, we're, there's different things that need to be determined. And, and one of the things is, um, one of the topics that's really coming up and has been in the news a little bit with the FDA is they're really, um, being a little more, um, they're putting an eye on some of these clinics and just kind of taking a closer look and, and making sure everything is done properly. So why don't we comment on that? Right. Well, you know, there's, there's some skepticism about, talking about stem cells, um, especially in tissue that is being extracted from a patient. We'll get into the different procedures we do. Um, some people, when they hear the word regenerative medicine or stem cell, they think of embryonic stem cells. And um, that's definitely a facet of research, um, but that is not what we're using. Um, certainly not in our clinic and most regenerative uh, clinics are not using embryonic. That's a huge moral and ethical dilemma, uh, big issue. And, and that's not where we're, um, we're extracting those types of, of tissues. But, um, you know, the FDA, uh, there was a, a, an article published recently in the Washington Post um, that uh, talked about a doctor who uh, was using the varicella virus. He somehow managed to get varicella virus from the CDC, um, and he was mixing that with his stem cell um, procedures. Uh, purportedly, he was doing pilot studies trying to use these things for cancer treatment, um, but the FDA came in and basically shut it down. Um, we also, um, you know, we do, we do a myriad of different regenerative, um, techniques in our office, which we'll get into, but, um, you know, some, some offices around the country, it's kind of like the wild, wild west, west right now. And we're actually, we're okay with the FDA, you know, trying to get some standardization into the protocols because we want to make sure that this is available to the masses, but in a safe and effective way. And, some people just aren't using good environment. They're not using good techniques. Um, and, uh, you know, there's there one place that you can get stem cells is through your own fat. Fat tissue, um, our adipose tissue uh, is very rich in mesenchymal stem cells. That's been proven in the research. Um, but sometimes doctors are taking this fat, essentially, um, from a person and they're injecting it in places where you don't necessarily want fat to go. You know, we, we just right. read an article about a doctor in Florida who um, got a knock on the door from the FDA and she, you know, this, this doctor was, or Georgia maybe. And she, anyway, so the doctor was injecting people into their eyes with, 
with actual fat. It wasn't a purified product. Um, you know, when you're when we're using fat for joint injections, it's in a it's in a whole different area where we're not going to be harming vision. Um, and so there's no outlet for this fat. And so what it was doing was causing blindness in some people. So there's definitely some controversy. There's definitely some um, value to the FDA stepping in and and really saying, you know, we need to start looking at what we're doing, how we're doing it, making sure it's good conditions, right conditions, sterile conditions. Having said that, though, the results speak for themselves clinically and in the research. So we do know and the FDA does recognize that this is a very, um, very positive therapy treatment that can bring a lot of relief and, and um, regeneration to a lot of people. It just needs to be done by the right people the right way. Right. Exactly. So, um, so why don't we just kind of start talking about some of the different procedures and some of the, because what we're focusing on, you talked about this doctor using it in the eyes, which it's not something we do in our practice. We're primarily looking at orthopedic uses, things like knee pain, um, you know, any types of joint pain, so knee pain, hip pain, shoulder pain, um, you know, or um, looking for tears, so like ligaments, tendons, um, that's the primary use in our practice. Welcome back to Living Health Live. I'm Dr. Tom along with Dr. Steph. And today we're talking about regenerative cellular medicine. So we're talking about some of the uses of this new emerging therapy. And before the break, we um, we got into why we brought this therapy into the office. We talked about um, some of the, the recent news. And now we're going to get into, um, we're going to go into what we actually provide in our office for our patients. So so, Dr. Steph, why don't we start with platelet-rich plasma and kind of define what PRP is? Okay, so uh, PRP is short for platelet-rich plasma, and that is uh, an in-office procedure that we do where someone will come in and get their blood drawn. Uh, it's about 30 to 60 milliliters of blood. It's not a huge blood draw, and that's done. And then what we do is we take that sample and we spin it down, um, and we actually use a device and we use... Um, materials that have been specifically FDA approved for what we're doing. Um, we were very, very careful to make sure that, you know, the, the materials, the company that we were going to get our stuff from was going to be um, verified by the FDA. So um, what we do is we end up spinning that down for uh, about 10 to 15 minutes and it separates out the different components of the blood. And we have a little layer of, of um, what we call platelet rich plasma. And that's a part of the blood um, it's the lighter part of the blood that has a high concentration of platelets. And platelets are cells that circulate in your blood that um, give off cell communication chemicals and um, they stimulate uh, they stimulate your own stem cells to go into an area. So what we do is we take these this concentration of platelets and we will inject it into an area that you're having an issue with, whether it's like a tendon tear or a joint that you're having some degeneration or pain in. 
And what the platelets do is once they're introduced to that area is they send out the chemical messengers to um, pull in growth factors uh, and organize that area for healing. And they call in or and have stem cells home in to the area that's damaged. And so we're really just tapping into your own body's ability. We're stimulating an inflammatory response. We're stimulating the healing response. And that what is what allows for some of that healing to take place. So that's, that's platelet-rich plasma. We usually we'll do that for mild cases. Um, so mild pain, mild arthritis, uh, mild tearing. Um, oftentimes you just need one injection, but sometimes with platelet rich plasma, you need more than one, uh, because we're using most of your own stuff in that, that regard. Um, the other thing that we do is, um, what's called an adipose allograph. Um, again, we use a device um, by a company that has their all their equipment, all of our equipment is FDA approved specifically for us to be able to use um, the, the adipose or fat allograph um, in, in cases of orthopedic surgical situations. And so what we do is we take, um, we do a little uh, mini fat extraction from you. We also uh, do a platelet-rich plasma blood draw. Um, because we want a high concentration of platelets. And then fat cells, like we mentioned earlier, are very high in something called mesenchymal stem cells. Um, and there's other, there's other proteins and collagen and um, other, other uh, compounds that are within that, that fatty adipose matrix that make for a perfect, um, you know, kind of a, a, a matrix, if you will, um, or scaffolding for the stem cells and your platelets to do their job. And so that may get injected into a joint, an area that needs some a little boost in healing and regeneration. And we will use that for more serious cases of tearing or um, uh, uh, degeneration. So your, your stage three, for example, bone degeneration or joint degeneration. Um, we're also um, working with a company who, um, again, FDA approved, um, with uh, what's called amniotic allograph. And the amniotic allograph is nice because it's less invasive for the patient. Um, and it comes from a very specific age range of women who are undergoing a live C-section birth. And it's a certain amount of amniotic membrane and a certain amount of amniotic fluid that are taken and combined. Um, and then they get shipped to our office. Um, and we mix that with PRP from your own body. Um, and the amniotic material is great because it's got hyaluronic acid in it. It has four different types of collagen. It has growth factors. It has growth cells, adhesion cells. So it has all of what we need to stimulate growth because it's basically there for a growth of a, of a fetus, of a baby. Um, and it's taken from the part of the placenta that is completely immune neutral. So it's an immune safe there's no issue with rejection. Like if you got an organ transplant, you know, your immune system would be fighting it. It's completely immune neutral. So what we do is we mix that with your own tissue um, and inject it into the area. And it's, it's nice because we can, we can get good results with this as far as the more serious, severe cases without having to do a fat extraction. So it's just less invasive. It's less time consuming. Um, and once again, it's done in-house and it's just nice to have that option for people. So we do have the the fat, the adipose, for people that just don't feel comfortable with the idea of you know using um, tissue from someone else, and then we have the amniotic, which is a much easier streamlined um, procedure for people to have, and the results um, tend to be the same 
and um, we're getting pretty good results. When we make our recommendations, our doctors uh, will make the recommendation based on um, you know, the, the case, the exam, x-rays, um, MRIs, whatever, whatever we've had ordered for the patient. Um, and then from that point, we will determine what we feel is the best protocol. So once a patient comes in and um, they have the procedure done, so say, let's take a patient that has um, issues with knee degeneration, severe knee pain. So they come in and, and we perform the procedure. So what would, what would happen after the procedure? What would that look like? If you've come to us and you've had severe knee degeneration, you've been probably walking around, limping around a little bit, walking unevenly, using your body in an uneven way, favoring the joint. So you're going to have weakness and imbalances. You may have one leg longer than the other, which stimulated the degeneration in the first place. All of that gets evaluated as part as your physical and functional exam in our office. It's not just, we don't just look at the x-ray and say, oh, you have arthritis, let's inject you. And so what happens is we put together um, a very comprehensive plan for each patient with regards to chiropractic and rehab um, for after the injection so that we can mobilize and strengthen the joint, strengthen the, the tissues um, so that when you are completed, when you've completed your rehab um, and you've had your injection, not only is your pain going away and your, your joint now set up to regenerate, you're going to get the best, most balanced. You may be indicated to have um, a knee brace for example. So sometimes the degeneration happens on one side of the joint and not the other, and then a person gets sort of a bend in the leg at that knee joint, which is not natural. And we want to make sure that we're opening that one side of the joint so that um, the material that we've injected, the pressure is off that area, and so it can actually do its job regenerating. And so we've, we've got some really good really amazing pre and post um, films and results for people. Um, so those are some of the things. We also want to make sure that the body is getting the extra nutrition that these cells need um, to create the cartilage, create the, the bony matrix, create the tendon or ligament or whatever we're healing. And so we will often indicate um, for people to take certain supplements. Um, uh, for a period of time after they've had their injection, like collagen support, hyaluronic acid support, certain vitamins and nutrients to just to make sure that you're getting enough of what you need. And so we, again, we find that we get very, very good results with this. Um, and so, uh, you know, patient testimonials, we have those on our website, on our Facebook page. Um, one in particular um, is a really, really good one by Karen. Um, and she's, uh, you'll hear her testimonial. And uh, she had her knees injected. That's, uh, so she'll, she'll share her story about that. Hi, my name is Karen Donaldson. And I have had the stem cell and the PRP procedure on my, both my knees. I'm a nurse and I work 13, 14 hour days and my left knee in particular was very painful and swollen and I had been coming to Living Health for my, my back and my neck and I had heard about the stem cell and the PRP procedures, went to the seminar and shortly thereafter, about two and a half months ago, I had the procedures done. I had the PRP on my right knee and the PRP and the stem cell on my left. And believe it or not, I went to work four days after having the procedure, worked a couple more weeks, and then decided to take a month off to let them heal. And within six weeks, the pain was probably 90% gone in my left knee, and the inflammation the same, and it has been amazing. I am totally pleased that I did this and am happy I went through with it and would highly recommend it again. 
Okay, so a patient gets the injection. They, um, they're then given a individualized rehab program. Um, so that's therapy, chiropractic. Um, and then there's also going to be some nutrition as well as far as some nutritional supplements so that we give the, the body internally exactly um, what it needs to heal that area. Right. Because we are integrated and, and as many of the listeners now know, they know us, we do diabetes reversal, weight loss programs, neuropathy remission. We've got a lot of different things going on with our nutritionists as well. You know, if a person comes in and they, um, you know, they need a, a you know, they, they need their knee worked on, for example, but their, their diabetes is so out of control that no one will operate. And even we don't feel comfortable doing a procedure on them until they get their sugars down, then they may even get some diet counseling and um, for diabetes reversal as well. So we want to make sure we want to make sure that whatever we're doing, we're making it last. We also um, follow up with our patients throughout that first year. Um, again, to, to take follow-up x-rays, to check in, make sure that things are progressing um, the way that we expect them to be progressing and troubleshoot if along the way if we need to. So who would be a good candidate for a procedure like this? Anyone that has a joint. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, we get asked that a lot. You know, do you just work on knees? No, we don't work on knees. We see knees more commonly because more people have issues with the knees just because it's a weight-bearing joint um, and it, it can get knocked around quite a bit through life. But we work on hips, knees, ankles, toes, um, elbows, shoulders, the back. Um, basically, I mean, last, I guess two weeks ago, our medical doctor um, did uh he did an adipose allograft into a knee, and in the same patient who was told she needed thumb joint replacements, which I don't hear that often, um, she got PRP injections into both thumbs. And um, I just saw her the other day in the office. She Her thumbs were so bad with pain that she had to use the palm of her hand to try to open a jar. So she had an open hand. She couldn't grip with her thumb. Um, it was too painful. And it's been about a week or two now since she's had her injections and already she's able to open jars and cans or, or jars with her with her thumb. So awesome results. Awesome. Cool. So um, for those of you that are listening to get more information, you can call our office at 410-216-9180. And you'll want to ask to sign up for the next stem cell or re regenerative cellular medicine um, seminar. So we've got seminars that we give just to kind of explain this in more detail and go over some of the some of the questions that you may have. Because, you know, like I said, this is a new field and there's a lot of questions. So we can always answer those and get into more details at the seminar. Also want to thank our sponsor, Cyrex Labs, for, um, for supporting uh, Living Health Live. And you've been listening to Living Health Live with me, Dr. Tom and Dr. Stephanie Cheney of Living Health Integrative Medicine in Annapolis. Remember, our goal is to reverse 1 million cases of diabetes by 2020. You can live a life free of diabetes, fatigue, joint pain. So visit our website at mylivinghealth.com. The information on this show is intended as educational information only. The information given here is designed to help you make informed decisions about your health and is not intended as a substitute for any medical treatment.